Hello, welcome to the midweek edition of Daily Show Podcast, your podcast source for movie and TV-related news. It's January 16th, 2018. I'm Michael, and with me is Shannon. Hi. Okay, so this is something new we're going to try. We're going to try splitting up the shows into uh, at least two shows. Uh, One earlier in the week, which will cover the box office news and any news that's happened since the last show. Uh, and anything else we want to cover and then the regular show which will uh probably still be a little longer um on friday on Mm -hmm. friday uh so this won't happen every week but we're going to try and do it more frequently uh just so the shows are a little shorter and um the box office news is a little more uh relevant Mm -hmm. so uh that's about it yep so how did the box office look this weekend? Jumanji kept the number one spot with $28 million in its fourth week. Wow, that's pretty strong. Yeah, yeah, I guess it must be pretty good. I don't remember what were the, were the reviews. Relatively yeah, they, were, they good. were fairly good. Oh, good. The Post is in second place with about $19 million. That's in its fourth week, although that was its first week in wide release, right? Right. I was like, so, wait, fourth week? Yeah, right. So that's a total of, wide. of 23 million, but that's uh, a budget of 50 million, so it'll, it'll yeah. probably make that back at it'll least. Third place was The Commuter, that's it was its opening weekend with 13.7 million. No, doesn't say what the budget was. No. The Greatest Showman is in fourth place with 12.5 million, and that's a total gross of 95 million. And a budget of $84 million Okay. And uh, fourth week. So yeah. not great, but at least it maybe made its money back. Yeah, it's just been stuck there for the whole time. Like, never uh, topped, but uh, strong, I guess. Right. To hang on to that spot. And in fifth place, Insidious, The Last Key, with $12.4 million. So that this is... shouldn't be making so much money. Uh, I don't know. They seem to know what they're doing. Yep. These low-budget movies. That means Star Wars dropped off the top five. First time since its release, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, but it's still got $12 million, total gross of $592 million, and that's its fifth week. Paddington 2 opened in seventh oh. place. That doesn't seem good at all. It doesn't. That's surprising. I mean, it was so yeah. well-reviewed. We saw it this yeah. weekend. It we was did. It was fun. It was really cute. I uh, I enjoyed it. I think I think I liked it better than the first one. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it did better in other locations. I know it already premiered in the UK. Okay. I don't know. Let's hope it gets a third one. What's new? So EW reports the TV series set in the same world as the John Wick films is currently being developed for stars. The series is called The Continental with a pilot that will be shot by Chad Stahelski, who is the co-director of the first John Wick film and sole director of John Wick Chapter 2. The Continental is focused on the inner workings of the exclusive Continental Hotel, which serves as a refuge for assassins. Only this version will be set in hyper-real Los Angeles instead of New York, like in the films. So, it's kind of related to John Wick, I mean, but it isn't actually necessarily going to star John Wick. There's speculation oh. that maybe John Wick will make an appearance. I think it said that Keanu Reeves is a producer on the series, but it's not like John Wick, the early years or anything like that. Oh, okay. It's just set in the, the same world. I haven't seen the movies no, me neither. So I don't really know. I guess the Continental is something that features, I don't know how big a role it has. 
in the movies. Hmm. But so I don't know. This could Sounds be interesting. interesting. I still kind of want to see the movies. Uh, yeah, I wonder if yeah we would need to see the movies first before watching this. Probably but not. Probably not. But it would help. Right. Natalie Portman is in talks to replace Reese Witherspoon as the lead in Fox Searchlight's drama Pale Blue Dot. Witherspoon departed the role last November due to scheduling conflicts with season two of Big Little Lies. Fargo and Legion creator Noah Hawley is directing from a script by Brian C. Brown and Elliot D. Gillespie. Pale Blue Dot follows a successful female astronaut who, after coming home from a mission in space, starts to unravel when confronted by her seemingly perfect American dream life. The film explores the theory that astronauts who spend long periods of time in space begin to lose their sense of reality when they return home. I'm really looking forward to this because I like the the sound of the premise. It sounds interesting. So I know it's just a little bit of news about the casting, but um, I think Natalie Portman sounds perfect. One article I read mentioned ba Black Swan in terms of like it being similar, being that she's playing a character that's unraveling and... Yeah, she was really great in that, so she could be good here, too. All right, we'll have to see. Is there any uh, information on when this is coming out? No, but it hasn't even begun filming yet. Right. Um, and the, they don't have a male lead cast yet, so it, yeah. But they're hoping that it will be filmed this year, so probably next year. Right. It sounds like it's going to be Noah Hawley's next thing because he's putting off the ne the fourth season of Fargo. Fargo till next year. So this might be his next project. Okay. According to Deadline, Leonardo DiCaprio is set to star in Quentin Tarantino's ninth film, which is set to take place in the 1969 Los Angeles during the summer of the Manson murders. Not much else is known about the script. Uh, Margot Robbie has been asked by Tarantino to play Sharon Tate, and Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise have been rumored to be interested in roles as well. So, not too much information, except for Leonardo DiCaprio. He's definitely going to be in it. Yep. Right? Okay, cool. That's, uh, it's uh, it's uh, mysterious and intriguing. Right. Deadline reports Better Call Saul star Bob Odenkirk whose performance in Fox's The Post has been well received, is teaming with STX Films and the producers behind Atomic Blonde and the John Wick films to develop, produce, and star in the action thriller Nobody. I can't. It's hard for me to picture, picture Bob, Bob Odenkirk, Odenkirk as an action star. Yes. Yeah, this is, but he's this done is a, other things. I don't know. Yeah, it's a weird one, but yeah. I mean, he's really good. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's shown more f flexibility, more range than I would have thought before, so maybe we'll be pleasantly surprised again? Yeah, I would definitely see it. According to Collider, Doug Lyman, the director of Edge of Tomorrow, recently said in an interview that the sequel to Edge of Tomorrow could be his next movie if he can get a script together in time. He'd previously stated that scheduling was the biggest issue, but now all schedules have been worked out. Now he claims it's just a matter of making sure the script is worthy of being shot. And he also said, you know, this is not, this is just a movie that they'd be making Tom Cruise, Emily Blunt, and him would be making because they really liked the first one and liked the idea. And it's not something they necessarily need to do. The mm -hmm. studio isn't pushing for it, but I guess it did well enough that they're willing to make another one if it sounds good enough. So we'll see if anything comes of it. Yeah, I, I liked that movie. Yeah, I remember liking it as well. Yeah, I would I would watch a sequel. 
Deadline reports Hulu has given a pilot order to half-hour Search and Destroy from Portlandia co-creator Carrie Brownstein and Anna Perno Television. Written and to be directed by Brownstein, Search and Destroy is loosely based on her best-selling memoir, Hunger Makes Me a Modern Girl, as well as her experiences as a young musician growing up in the Pacific Northwest during the underground feminist punk rock movement in the 1990s. It's described as a show about a young woman, a band, and a community learning how to be unafraid of their own noise. Sounds interesting. I was wondering what uh, her and um, Fred Armisen would be doing after Portlandia finished. He's not involved in this. Doesn't sound like it. Okay. That's okay. I'll still give yeah. it a shot because uh, she's, she's pretty cool. Is this Portlandia's last season? Yes. All right, we'll see. And finally, really quickly, um, Shazam's release date has been set at April 5th, 2019. It's one month before the release of Avengers 4. Yeah, this is the DC. This is a DC comic, right? Right. Um, yeah, that's a... And I was saying I thought this might have The Rock in it, but I guess The Rock has the Black Adam movie is going to be a separate thing. I guess mm -hmm. Black Adam is... I, one of the villains of Shazam, but I guess he's getting his own movie completely separate from this. Yep. So a few things came out on streaming since our last show. On HBO, The Fate of the Furious. Stars got several Hitchcock movies, including Psycho, Rear Window, Vertigo, The Man Who Knew Too Much, Rope, Marnie, Frenzy, and a few others. They also got King Kong from 1976, Shaft, Flashdance and Rudy. That reminds me, I recently saw that they're doing another Shaft with Samuel L. Jackson. I didn't think that... Oh, really? Did we talk about... We didn't talk about that. I don't think so. I didn't think the first Shaft did that well, and that, was, that kind of surprised me. No, but I didn't think it did. doing a sequel, and he's going to be in it. So it's not even huh. like a complete reboot or anything. And that's from 2000. That's from 2000. He's much older now. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That I, I thought that was really interesting. On Showtime, The Girl on the Train. This I have to watch because I did read the book um, and I didn't get around to watching it. The book was only okay. That's why I wasn't running out to the theater to see it. But, uh, but now that it's on Showtime, gotta check it out. Also out today on DVD and Blu-ray, Blade Runner 2049. If you didn't see it in the theater because it was too long, please rent it. Happy Death Day. The Snowman, and Better Call Saul Season 3. And that's our show. If you have any feedback, you can email us at feedback at dailyshow.com. Our Facebook page is Daily's Show. Our Twitter account is Daily's Show Pod. Our website is dailyshow.com. Hope you enjoyed the show and talk to you on Friday. Goodbye.